you can update these things and fall in love again. Find out what they are. Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce. This is episode 326, Two Decor Pieces to Update and Love Again. And you can find the show notes for today's episode at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 326. You know, I love a good upcycle, even a repurpose. I also don't like to throw things out and have them land in landfills. And I like to decorate with what I have. So this episode is one I can for sure dig into. How do you feel about these things, Anita? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do like to repurpose things I have if I can. Now, sometimes it's just not going to work. But you know what? I mean, I think there's some a lot of great ideas here. And I think most of what we're going to be talking about are things that I could actually do. Because some of these DIYs that I see some of these bloggers talk about, I think there's no way I'm doing that. There's no way I'm getting out the painter's tape. And like we were saying, that thing with the geometrical patterns on the wall, <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, some of it, I mean, you know. I think that's great. For, and, and some people really want to dig out the power tools and all that. That, you know, that's that's not what we're about. You're happy I, for I, other people. I'm happy for others that do that. I do love my drill and I feel kind of like powerful and sexy with my drill. But that's about as far as I'm going to go. So you uh, just get it out and kind of look at it. No, and I, go, I, do use, nice. I do use my I drill. I feel empowered now. Yeah. I'm going to put it back. No, yeah, back I in the holster. It. Okay. I, I do use it, but okay. that's a, that's about it. But we, you don't need to do any of those things for these two updates that we're talking about. And it's stuff that you either probably have, and maybe it's a little tired and you're thinking about replacing it, or it's something that you see uh, at thrift stores and estate sales and places like that, that you can get for a song because here's the thing, everybody, not everybody has the vision right? I mean, people say that to me all about about my house all the time. Like, how did you have the vision that you could do that? Well, you know, it's just like looking beyond what's there and seeing the potential. And I think everybody can do that. Um, so you can do that with these two items. Yeah. Be so, glad not everybody has it because if they did, this stuff would never show up at the thrift store. Right, right, right. never so, get it for five bucks. Right. So all you guys are going to, you have you have it already, I'm sure, but we're going to just even uh, tweak it up and give you some fresh ideas on it. But you all have the vision um, to transform a light fixture. So we're talking kind of like picture, you know, the brass, maybe kind of colonial-ish looking chandelier that, you know, you might just even see a pile of them at your local Goodwill. Or you might have one hanging in your house or in your apartment that you're renting or something like that. And the china cabinet. I mean, there's just, there's probably... I don't know. If you lined up all the china cabinets that are in thrift stores, you could probably go all the way across the country. Well, when we're talking about lighting too, I actually went much broader than just a chandelier. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's that was my approach to that. Yeah. Great. Okay. So we're going to jump in. Um, we'll start with the the lighting. So not okay. just the chandelier that I was talking about, but a broader range of lighting fixtures. And then uh, a shout out to Donna M, our listener and my hey, gardening Donna. pal. Yeah. Donna was the person who inspired the China cabinet 
uh, portion of this episode. Uh, and we also want to give a shout out to Connie F., uh, also a longtime listener. Connie, Hi, Connie has transformed a China cabin in a magical way. And she had sent us some photos a while ago um, sharing that transformation. Really great job. And Donna, thanks for the idea. I'm really excited to talk about all the options there. So uh, since Anita went a little broader with the lighting, I'm going to toss it over to her. And why don't you start off? Well, uh, the first thing is to change out the lampshade. And I have some lamps that I've had for probably 20 years, and I'm on my third or fourth lampshade. And it just has given it a fresh look every time. Uh, So it's really so easy to change that out. And it really can give uh, your old lamp such a great look. And if you're going to the thrift store and you see a lamp, usually... The lampshade is not going to be something that you want, but sometimes the base is. I've gotten some beautiful gold uh, gilded French, uh, not French. They were Italian column uh, column type lamps, and then it just had an old frumpy shade, and I just changed it out, and it looked gorgeous. So that's definitely something that you can do very easily. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And if you've, even if you've got silk shades and you might have spent a lot of money on them, but right now they're kind of dated looking. Maybe don't throw them out because who knows? Maybe you'll want the, to use them again someday. But that kind of makes uh, a lamp look a little older and not as fresh. So, you know, change it out. Hyacinth woven shades or burlap shades, or I'm into these black shades now. Mm, um, yes, gorgeous. They're With kind the of like a cottony black. Yeah. yeah. And they have, some of them have the gold liners. You can get one at Home Depot. It's a very nice size, medium black lampshade and they're $19.99. So that's where I've gotten a couple of those. So what I was talking about is more of that sort of chandelier type dated light fixture. So what I was thinking about that is... <laughs> spray painted. Duh. Stop it. Yeah. So you may not want to take it down and spray paint it. So you can definitely paint one of those while it's still hanging. So particularly if you're a renter or something like that, if you get the go ahead, hey, can I do this great thing and update this chandelier for you? If they say yes, but you don't want to take it down or you don't want to pay an electrician, even if it's your own house to take it down and put it back up. You don't, Obviously, not going to want to spray paint it then, but you can go up there with a uh, like a small jar of uh, craft paints. Maybe you get three or four jars or a, a small quart of paint, and you can just paint it with a brush. Of course, it's a little bit more effort. You're going to have to be up on a ladder and all of that. But if you can take it down and you can spray paint it, obviously put some tape on the areas that you don't want the paint to get on, like inside of where the bulbs go and all of that. And you can take those sleeves off. Uh, Oftentimes those type of lamps will have the plastic white sleeves that are kind of supposed to look like a candle. Yes. Um, And if it wasn't an expensive uh, chandelier, a light fixture to start out with. Those are probably not in such great shape anymore. Or maybe they're dusty. Maybe they, all they need is a good cleaning, but there are so many ways to update those candle sleeves. So say it's this shiny brass and you don't want that. So maybe you just even want to change it to sort of a um, kind of an unlacquered brass look, or you want to make it a color, or you want to make it that matte black we've been talking about, that would completely change the look of this chandelier. And oftentimes, 
wouldn't you agree? And you know, like the lines of those chandeliers are perfectly fine. They're pretty. Uh, you know, there's, you know, usually not too much going on, but there might be, you know, kind of like a nice flow of the arm down to where the light bulb goes in. And they're usually just, you know, a good size, like a mid size. So just updating the little bit can really go a long way. So you can get these new sleeves. You can get ones that are resin that actually even look like candles. There, you or you can go to, a, you know, a real extreme and get ones that have um, like a pattern on them. There's a company that I found online, ChandelierParts.com, and I'll put the link in the show notes. They have every type of sleeve that you can imagine. Um, I actually so- did that on some old oh, sconces of mine and it was in our old house, the one we had to move from because otherwise I'd have oh, to paint it. Oh, you have to paint it, yeah. Right. Uh, gorgeous. It really made a huge difference. And I think there was some real wax in them. And uh-huh. they, they, well, for one thing, the cheap sleeves are shiny and they look like PVC. Mm-hmm. But the ones we're talking about look like real candles. I mean, they're they're waxy. They're They're kind of a creamy white. Sometimes they have some drippings on the side and it really, if you're, they really look stunning. I think it's definitely worth considering if you want to upgrade your, uh, you know, chandelier. Oh yeah. They, they actually look like candles. And then these other ones, which is a whole different thing. I mean, obviously they don't look like candles. There's a pattern on them and stuff. So you'd be really surprised of the ones that they have. You could get solid colors or Ones with patterns, geometric patterns, florals, even there is even one with skull and crossbones. Like, I, you know, I would not be able to use that in my house, but, you know, there might be a, a way to, to work that in somewhere, but they have not, such- Not over here, but- Not over here. Maybe somewhere else. But mm-hmm. it's good to, I mean, it's good mm-hmm. to know it exists. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. chandelierparts.com. You can head over there and check them out and they have all kinds of parts. Also, the bulbs can Well, make can we go back to the paint? Sure. I just while you're talking about paint, I wanted to bring up the fact that you can do the same thing to a lamp because there's so many lovely lamps, but maybe the colors are wrong. I bought a, a lamp secondhand from a friend of mine. It was a very expensive lamp that she had paid for it, and it was kind of a gold. I felt like it was a little too brassy looking, so I painted over it with a matte black and um, changed out the shade. She came back over and she said, "Can I buy it back?" And I said, "Of course not." <laughs> <laughs> You've already sold it to me. <laughs> she buy said, "Buy it back, well, buy it back for more." Yeah, well, it, well, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, st- I paid a nice amount for it, though. Okay, yeah. so she she was well paid. Good. Yeah. But so see, don't she think- didn't she didn't have the vision? No, she didn't. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, not just chandeliers, but think about lamps. If if they could be painted, and the same thing goes, you want to cover up anything that you don't want paint on. You want to cover up with that painter's tape and including the cord. And you can obviously spray it on or uh, paint it on. I used I used a paintbrush, but yes, spray paint works too. Yeah, I've definitely done that with lamps uh, over the course of time, like a lot of lamps, because um, I like to really buy thrifted lamps. I have a hard time with lamps. I think we should do a lamps episode too, because um, I I. I found a lot of great lamps. It's all about the shape with the lamp, right? And so if you can see a lamp at a thrift store and it's a great shape, but it's a really horrible color or it's banged up, uh, you know, it's chippy or something like that, whether it's ceramic or metal, you can change the color so easily and give it a whole new life, just like we're talking about with this chandelier. And the chandeliers, you know, what also gives them 
their look uh, and charm, or lack thereof, is the bulbs that you use and whether or not you put those little shades on. So that can really transform. Even if you just have a one of these So you're suggesting adding shades to a chandelier. Well, I'm not now. necessarily the suggesting little, adding them. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's a way to really alter the look. So you may so have- So it's an option. Right. You may have one of these chandeliers with the shades on them over your dining room table, and maybe you've had it there for 15 years. Well, you know, maybe it's time to look at it and say whether or not you really want those shades anymore. So if because, it doesn't have shades, maybe put them on. And if it has them, maybe take them off. Exactly. But sometimes the shades in and of themselves date the yes. fixture. So it might just be that the fixture's fine, but the shades have little roosters on them or something. Or, you know, they're not really going with the direction of the rest of your decor now. Maybe they're a little too, you know, froofy or something like that. Maybe if you switch them out to... Uh, like a, a little woven shade or something oh, like that. Yeah. that they even nice. have, you know, who's a great source for those is Ballard Designs. They have such a breadth of, um, they have you know the traditional little silk ones. They have different shapes. They have little squared ones, and they even have them in animal prints. They're really charming, and I think the price point is is very good. I've purchased those from them years ago, and it was very pleased with the quality. Um. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely probably like Lamps Plus might have them too, but I really think that uh, Ballard Designs has the best selection as far oh, as different patterns and whatnot. Definitely. Another thing that I've seen and I was tempted to use, I haven't uh, tried these yet. If you have the can lights, there's some sort of thing that plugs in where the where the light bulb goes mm-hmm. and then it has a drop down pendant light. Have you seen those? So it converts. I have, in? and I've never mm-hmm. used that. Either, but um, it, it comes with a whole converter kit and all right. that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely an option if you're, you know, wanting a different look. And we actually had a, a can light in, in the, um, in our house that I converted to a chandelier and I had some sort of conversion kit that I had to use when we converted Ooh. it. But then I, at the end so, of the day, I hired somebody to do it though. Well, you know, here's what I, I was going to say this in the beginning and I forgot. When you're updating a light fixture and if you particularly if you're purchasing it at an estate sale or thrifting or something like that air on the side of caution particularly if the wire has any sort of phrase or it really looks old you might want to take it to a local lighting shop and even just have them ask them to give it the once over and let you know if it's safe i've done this some of them i've had to have rewired you know and then you want to figure in hey i spent seven dollars on this lamp but it's going to cost me fifty dollars to have it rewired do i love it that much or could i just go buy a new lamp and i'm not going to have any worries so you know it is electrical um you know if you're not familiar with how to take a chandelier down and get it back up right then don't don't attempt that on your own Mm-hmm. And I bought a gorgeous chandelier that kind of with gold on it, uh, not real gold, but you know what I mean? Not shiny brass, but it was definitely kind of a subdued kind of goldish look at round top a few years ago. And I bought it uh, to use and it was actually straight from Europe. So from some old, you know, house there. And so I did take it to a guy here in the Houston Heights at August Antiques and they, 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 have somebody there that's really good at converting it to the U.S., you know, to work on the wiring here. So, yeah. Also, oh, right. It, yours mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was. Yeah. So make sure it's right. 
because it's possible, depending on where you got it, that it might not even be appropriate for, you know, your country, depending on where the light fixture is from. Right. So if you have a, a chandelier or a light fixture like that with the little shades on it, you take the shades off and you like the cleaner look without the shades, then you're going to want to think about the bulbs. Uh, now, there are so options. Usually there are these the smaller chandelier type of bulbs. And some of them have that candle top and some of them just have the rounded top. There's also a, a style called prismatic, which kind of is very reflective and looks nice with chandeliers that do have some crystals on them already. And and they're even satin string wrapped bulbs. Which, I saw, you know, yeah, I saw they, those online, but I haven't seen them in person. I had never seen them in person either. So I guess that really would diffuse the light nicely. It sounds like it sounds nice, but it also sounds like it might just kind of burn that that thread on it. But mm, I don't I know. I mean, if it's a bulb, it mustn't. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. it's made for, right? It's not like right. you took a bulb and wrapped some twine well, around. Somebody it. did. I know, but I, you know, it's kind of like one of those things you just have to trust in the universe. Like, I mean, who's making that? Like, there's like somebody had to testing. trust this somewhere. Okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm totally not. Um, but I always know like how normally things have to work and use it your own you know, risk. being the lawyer in me says you know somebody tested that somewhere you know like it's going to be okay mm-hmm. okay um, so say. yeah so if anybody has tried those or has those now let us know the satin string wrapped bulbs were kind of intriguing to me now i don't know if i'd i mean you would not put a little shade over that because that might mess up the satin so i guess it would just be that it's exposed that way mm-hmm. so I you would see so. it what do you think about burning question of our time. What do you think about that candle topped little bulb? Or do you just prefer the the more pointed roundy part? Say it again. What do you say? You know, you get the the, uh, chandelier bulbs and some of them have the candle top, which kind of like kind of goes to the side a little bit. Yeah. That's what I have on mine. I like those. Or the other ones is pointy, but yet rounded at the top, but just sort of straight up. I like the more the one that kind of curves over a little bit better. You're the curver girl. I'm okay. a curver. You, I think I go the other way. I swing oh, well, the other way on that one. What a surprise. We're a little different, but that's fine. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Right. We got it all covered here then. Yeah. Well, and some are frosted and some are clear. Yeah. yeah I don't I do not do the frosted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I prefer the clear, but sometimes I can't find it and I end up with the frosted. So. Yeah. I know, which is you're really not supposed to mix them on the same light, but sometimes I'm desperate and I do. So, uh, yeah, well, I wish I didn't know that about you. I'm sure you do. If anybody else feels the way I do right now, I feel a little betrayed because I can't believe she does that. Not, not, not on purpose. I'm just saying it has happened on occasion because that's all I, because you have seven non-frosted and one frosted. Yeah, I know, but I don't like it. That's right. Yeah, but it I'll, doesn't feel good. I'm going to go check it right now. Yeah. Can I, you I, just hold on a second? I'll be back in I a hope you do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, before – so I think, you know, that really just changing the color and changing the bulbs and shades on, shades off. Whoa. You guys can look around because we did. I mean, I was blown away at some of these transformations that you're seeing on the internet. And like we're saying, it doesn't involve power tools and it doesn't involve, you know, having 10,000 two by fours dropped off in your yard and making something. It's really simple. You know, it's a can of spray paint or a little jar of paint and a little bit of time. 
And the first thing it is, is just a, a little bit of time looking and deciding. Because it, again, is particularly if it's hanging, it's something that's probably been there for a while and you maybe haven't given it another a look, a, like a real hard look in a long time. So take a look at your lighting and see how you're feeling about it. And you don't have to toss it in a landfill. You can update it in the ways that we've suggested. Yeah. And then back to the lamps again, if you're changing out the lampshades, sometimes you can't get exactly the same size as what you had. And it's a little taller or a little shorter. And just know that if you can find a good lamp store, you can adjust the harp size. And then there's an extender you can put on the top so that it does fit just right on your lamp. So you can make adjustments with that harp. And then, you know, and then also the finial, you know, sometimes uh, you can play around with those and do something fun with a, a different finial. Oh yeah, those little touches really make a big difference. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay, let's make over those china cabinets. We have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of them out there. And they and a lot of them need a refresh. I know. I know. There's so many. And there's such a variety of looks and issues with them. Because, you know, the why somebody doesn't like their hutch really changes one hutch to the other is what I'm saying. Because sometimes it's the color. Well, first of all, you don't even like the hutch work. So we could just call it a china cabinet. Let's just stick with it. Well, I know some of No, I'm fine with hutch. I'm fine with Hutch. But that's not what the title is. The title is <laughs> we're talking about China cabinets. Okay. So okay. It's, all right. It's now. the same thing. All right. Okay. So it's the coffee tape. Uh, China, uh, China cabinet. Coffee tape. You got me thrown all off here. Put, I'll kill Put her. the wine down. I know. Anita. I know. I'm not what even, time is it in Houston? It's like I'm not even drinking anything. That's the worst part about it. This uh, was uh, inspired by, as I mentioned, Donna M. Thanks, Donna. Um Hopefully you haven't gotten to updating a China cabinet in your house yet because we've got some great ideas for you, but I'm sure you had some wonderful inspiration on your own. But hey, if you raise your hands if you have one of those China cabinets and you probably do, or someone left you one or someone wanted to leave you one and maybe <laughs> you went along with to. their cherry dining room table. Or maybe you're going to a thrift store and you're like, oh, that whole section where all those china cabinets go to die is over there. You know, like, <laughs> that just sounds so sad. But they do. Okay. Right? Nobody wants so to. My, all right. Are we ready for my first idea? Yeah, bring it. Can I say this? What about going topless? I, <laughs> I mean, a lot of these pieces are two pieces. So oh. if you decide you don't want the hutch look, what about just, I mean, sometimes the top is just sitting on top of the bottom and then other times it's actually bolted together on the back. So you might have to get your power tool out just to unscrew it. Oh, you drill. Yeah, well, it. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just to, to unscrew that bolt and then take that off and then you've got a whole fresh new look. What about that? Well, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So it's one option. Right. So then you've got some sort of either break front or a piece that you could use in your entryway. And probably it's got some drawers and a cabinet. Yeah. And you just break it apart. I mean, you know, it wasn't a China cabinet I don't, other than me jokingly calling it an altar. I really don't know what that gigantic piece of furniture was intended for in my living room, but that's 
what I did, but I ended up not using the bottom. I used the top and I attached it to the wall in the barn. So yeah, breaking something apart can give it a whole new life. And actually what we did at our mountain house that we rented, it's, you know, it's a vacation rental most of the year. Uh, I have a huge uh, buffet that's an antique on in there. I don't have a china cabinet. But then separately, I had bought a pine uh, wall shelf or cabinet, whatever you want to call it. And it's two separate pieces. And so I just kind of have that above it. But they're, it, but you know, it, because it doesn't, because it's not one piece and because it wasn't meant to go together and because they're antiques, it looks fine. So, I mean, that's another option is, you know, maybe you can get a piece if you want the display, you could even maybe just switch it out. Maybe you find somebody else with another hutch and y'all can switch tops. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll do. I don't know. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, here's a thought. If you're going to take them apart, if they do come apart, A, and if you decide to take them apart, usually if they're together, the front is pretty flush. You know, obviously there might be knobs and things like that, but there's usually maybe just a piece of molding that's sort of separating the top from the bottom. But what you could do is either take them apart and put a piece of either stone or a thicker piece of wood in between them. And so as to make it more of like a counter. So this could work in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Or make it kind of like a desk. And, you know, it, you know, if the bottom part has drawers or cabinets, you know, if you're sitting there with a chair there, you know, obviously you can't open them at the same time you're sitting there. But it could still really function pretty well, particularly if you put things in there that you're not having to get at all the time. So you could come out, almost make it like a secretary, but where there's the piece that is the horizontal piece, like the desk part is always there. Or use that in a kitchen. Um so that was one thought that I had about just making it something that could function a little bit more with a counter. I love the idea of putting a countertop on it. I think that would be fantastic, especially if you could get that top part up so that you have full use of that countertop space. That would be fantastic. Right. Well, here, yeah, there you go. That's because I was thinking of just sort of sandwiching them back, but you're absolutely right. right? If you put that against a wall and then you were able to bolt the... um this what would be like the display part, you know, the top part to the wall and maybe do that maybe 12 to 16 inches apart, right? So then you could actually have a lot of space there to use it as a counter yeah. in a kitchen. And that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what we did. And I'll link to it in the show notes what we did because it is mm-hmm. it we do have full use of that countertop of the bottom piece. So yeah, that might be mm-hmm. some option for you where you could separate the two or at least just cover up, you know, the top. So it could be used for a countertop, the part that's not covered by the top piece. Um you know, another thing that you can do is to take the doors off the top if you want a completely different look. I mean, really, that's what I'm saying. It really kind of depends on what your hutch looks like and what the, or what your china cabinet, excuse me, looks like and what your issue is with it. Because if the problem is you don't like the stain, maybe it's the golden oak and you're kind of over that, you know, you can paint it, of course. And I've seen some amazing transformations. If you paint it, don't just limit yourself to the thought of painting it white. I've seen some gorgeous ones painted a rich blue, a dark gray, um, you know, some other colors. Uh, I've even seen some things done where it's a soft blue with gold, uh, gold leaf gilding in certain, you know, on the accent pieces. 
So there's really a lot you can do with paint. But if the problem is maybe it's already painted, but you say, you know what? I really don't like the way the doors look. Take them off and see what you think about that. Or another option is just to leave the doors open. I've seen that done very nicely. And then, you know, you have, you really, the focus is on the things that are displayed in there. Yeah. I think the problem with these things, I mean, it's a really useful piece of furniture, uh, particularly if you have a formal dining room or you have a butler's pantry or a big enough kitchen that you could slide one into. Um, you know, it holds a lot of stuff. It's a great place to put, you know, obviously dishes. It's also a lovely place to display some of your favorite things. So, you know, I was thinking, well, what is the problem with these? Like, why do they all, why are there so many of them at thrift stores? You know, what is it about them that people don't like? Well, I, I'm thinking that they came oftentimes in a matchy matchy set of dining room furniture, table chairs, maybe a break front and a china cabinet. And you're picturing it sort of in the cherry or the golden oak. So the fact that they came as this set and people aren't living that way anymore, they kind of got broken up. Maybe the table is being used, but then it was like, I don't need this thing. You know, get this out of here. Or I just don't like the finish. I don't like the stains and someone didn't have the vision. So off it went to the thrift store. Or it just seems like a little bit of like an old lady-ish type of piece of furniture. But it isn't. It, it can really have new life. Um, So if you have one, and even if you didn't want to paint it, maybe there's just a way to to take all the stuff out of it that you've got in there and put a new fresh looking collection or start to build a new collection. You know, maybe you do something very monochromatic or you do something in uh, tarnished silvers or something like that. All so just really change even. the look of what's great. Yeah. All white, something that's, uh, you know, just different than what you have. Cause uh, sometimes what goes in there is like, Oh, a Yadro and a Hummel and a this and a that and, you know, a picture of somebody and, or an award or something like it just becomes this place where you put something the that's hodgepodge. sort of special, but you don't know what to put mm-hmm. in it. You don't know where to put it. So you put it in there. Right. I think it needs to be a collection that makes sense and it can be dishes. It can be a collection like you've got your white ironstone pitchers and creamers. I think that would be beautiful if you just stuck to ironstone. I think the thing is, it just, it's the design world has gotten away from the idea of a china cabinet in a dining room. So it's not that you can't have one, but I think just the old, what we used to think of what you, you'd put your china in there and it's in the dining room and it's stained and everything. And you take it out on Christmas. Right. So I think some way of mixing that up a bit, taking the doors off, opening the doors, painting the piece changing out what's displayed in there. Any, you know, you could do old books in there even would be a fun look. So an, another yeah. thing, uh, you know, I love the look of uh, of a china cabinet with all white dishes. And then the back of it is painted a dark color where those white dishes really pop against the back. Yeah. So here's a couple ideas for creating that look. One is to paint the back of your china cabinet, uh, some color, uh, that is going to pop next to whatever you're putting in front of it and is different from the rest of the china cabinet. But if you say, mm, I don't really want to do that. I don't want to. Some people say, I feel like I can't paint it. So another thing you can do is cut some um, some boards uh, the size of your the back 
and then wrap them with fabric or wallpaper or just paint them. And then you just push them in the back and just cut them to size. And I'm thinking of that, um, you know, poster board or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, something that's going to you know stay in place back there. Yeah, so there's a lot of options. And you could use fabric on them or, you know, like I said, paint or whatever. That's smart. You could also add um, beadboard. You can yes. buy beadboard panels at Home Depot or Lowe's and you could have it cut and sort of snap it in there. I mean, so there's if, beadboard if you have shelves, wallpaper too. There is. Um, if you have shelves and they're fixed, that might be a little bit more of an issue. But, you know, particularly if the piece is not all that expensive, it might have some screws in the back where you can actually take the back right off. Oh, to paint it. Right. So even if the shelves are fixed, you might be able to just t- look in the back and you might just be able to take off some screws and then do whatever you want to do to the back and then put it on. And that would be easier. Oh, that's a great too. idea. Right. Yeah. And then if, say you wanted to take – we love dishes um, and displaying them. If you're stacking them, that looks great too, but maybe you don't want to have them all stacked. Maybe some of them you want to have stand up. And so maybe there's not a little ridge or something inside the china cabin to help you do that. And you're afraid they're going to fall out. You can do one of those things where they have the little piece of wood that goes across. So if you took the doors off and then you just kind of had the little uh, barrier wood that, that came across. So you don't have to worry about your things slipping off. That's kind of like a, I think of like an, an older world look. It's kind of charming. Um, another thing that you can do is make it into a bar. Oh, uh, great maybe idea. say if you had, three shelves or something like that. You might want to take the middle shelf out because the bottles and whatnot would be taller, but you can make it kind of like this, you know, I mean, wet bar has this kind of groovy seventies sound to it. So, but almost like a China cabinet slash a bar cart. And so have the, you know, your bottles and then glasses and then I, uh, maybe a pretty silver, um, ice cube holder and some, you know, lovely things like that in there. And that could be really pretty and useful in a dining room if you entertain that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about how you use the room and what kind of entertaining you do in there. And maybe think about putting things in there that makes sense for how the room is used. So if you're serving drinks in there, like Kelly said, you can put, uh, you know, a, 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 make it into a bar. Or maybe if you're serving, you know, a lot of tea and luncheons there, you could have Perrier bottles in there, or Topo Chico bottles and, and glasses and, a, you know, a, an ice bucket and, and things like that. And maybe just a few, you know, salad plates that you use, uh, so you put your, some silverware in there that you're using in that room. I think there's a lot that you could do just to kind of you know, mix it up a little bit. And that's what we're really talking about is to not go with the traditional look of a china cabinet. I think anything you can do yeah. to mix it up is going to help make it feel more in step with today. Yeah. And if you don't like the glass, uh, maybe you take the glass out. Maybe the glass is just insets and you can take them out and you can do the real farmhousey look and you could do the chicken wire and whatnot, or you could do that kind of uh, the radiator cover wa- um, that. meshing that I purchased, which really can have a very modern look. I have it in the gold and that's how I made my returns for my air, air and AC. Um, I still need to do that's that. An- yeah, yeah, you need to do that. Somebody emailed us about that 
what a couple of weekends ago when I was taking pictures for her in my house showing her how to do that. But uh, that's very simple um, and can really completely change the look. And that would also hide what you had in there. So say storage is an issue and you want to keep stuff in there that you really don't want to see, but you want it to be pretty on the outside. You could do that. You could add uh, tiny little cafe rods on the inside and put fabric mm-hmm. yeah. inside under the glass. That could be great. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And then you idea. could change that out. Yeah. And then you could actually use it for whatever you wanted in there, it doesn't have to be pretty storage if you do the fabric in the behind the glass doors. I think that's a great idea. Right. And I think it's a piece of furniture that many people are accustomed to associating with, you know, an older look, a more formal look. So I do think it's really fun to paint it a, a real pop color. Well, and I liked your beadboard idea because that also takes away that formality from it and makes it feel mm-hmm. very casual. Right. And I've seen right. China cabinet shoes, people have here, okay, so here's another idea. You don't have to use it in your in your dining room. You can put it in your study, paint it, and put your books in it. And yeah. use it for, you know, study type things. It doesn't have to be in your dining room. So think about ways you might use it somewhere else. Right. Because as we said, it really is, when you think about it, a very useful piece of furniture. It can do so many things. Oftentimes it's tall. So it also is a, a great piece to have in a room where you need a little height. Um, okay. So let's think about the shelves. Oftentimes they're shelves. Sometimes they're glass, which you know can be very nice, particularly if you are using it for a more traditional reason, but maybe you switch it or out. Or if it's lighted, make... it's nice to have the glass shelves. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um but maybe you feel like that's too formal for you. Um, and so you can obviously make the shelves wooden. You could wrap the shelves in burlap and them. really- You could paint them even though it's glass. Them. Yeah, you could paint them even though it's glass. Um, but if you made them wooden or they were wooden, you could uh, you could obviously paint those. You could wrap those in the, the um, self-sticking new type of wallpapers. Uh, you could wrap it in a fabric. You could wrap it in burlap. You could put nail studs along the uh, edge, you know, that you're seeing. You could do all kinds of cool stuff. Well, and you know, the other thing you could do talking about all of that is a lot of these doors have insets in them. You could put wallpaper on the front of it, on the front of the doors and Mm -hmm. even on the front of the glass in the front. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, there's a lot of fun things you could do. Uh, to- if it's a, I, I can't stop myself now. I'm like, <laughs> if it's a, if it's a sunnier room, or like, say, if you always wanted, you know, like a potting table or something like that, and you get this china cabinet. I mean, I probably wouldn't put it outside because you're going to go through did. some effort to create it. I know you did, <laughs> but say you did what we talked about in the beginning, and you just lifted the two pieces up and you slid a nice sized wide board in between. So you created this sort of exterior shelf or desktop, if you will. So they're not separated; it's all one piece, but it's now got this sandwiched between it. And then you took the doors off, and then the shelves inside. You put, um, you know, some of your terracotta pots, and maybe a pretty container with your gardening gloves in it, and See, then maybe you now had it makes sense on some the porch. seed packets. Yeah, and so you could make it something like that. Like and you, maybe you put that in, even inside your garage could be cool. And then you have a little potting station. Maybe if you don't, you know, if you really got it on the cheaps, which 
believe me, you can at these thrift stores. Maybe the bottom drawers, like you have a bucket and you have potting soil in there. Donna, are you liking that idea? Donna's a big gardener. Oh my goodness. So she might like that <laughs> idea. Oh, shit. I think that's a fantastic, I love that idea. Okay, I got to go because I know I, All saw right. the, okay. I saw a shiny cabinet in, the, uh, in my favorite thrifty I, last oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, now just one more thought though. Let's say- I'm joking. I'm not going to okay. leave. I know. Just hold on a second before you got to go. One more thought. I don't know. Maybe you have a bunch more ideas. But if none of this appeals to you, if if none of this sounds exciting to you and none of this feels like it's going to work for you, then maybe, just maybe, it's time to say goodbye to it. <laughs> Good point. So, I mean, just, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're trying to come up with ways to save it for you. But if none of these work for you, then, you know, think about that. And that is something you can bless somebody else with it, send it to a thrift store, consignment store. Right. And just give them the link to this yeah, exactly. episode. And then they'll get all these great ideas. And then they can do that to your China cabinet. And then you'll go visit them. <laughs> and, you'll go, and you'll be like, oh, can I buy my China cabinet back? <laughs> I know. I know. One more, one more thing that we didn't touch on is the hardware. Mm. Oh, yes. I mean, simply changing the hardware can make a tremendous difference. And certainly painting it and changing the hardware. This is what Connie F. did. And when she sent us these fabulous pictures, I mean, her the hardware that she used on this China cabin, I mean, it was blingy and fabulous and totally changed the look of it. Um, so that could be a weekend. You paint it, prime it, paint it, change the hardware. And of course, please check out D. Lawless, our decorating tips and tricks sponsor and favorite online hardware source. Or if you live in the um, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois area, you could even go there in person. And they have fabulous hardware that is made in the USA. They also have a lot of salvaged pieces. that So you'd have almost one of a kind's for your special new piece. Now, what do we, I guess you call it, do you still call it a China cabinet after we've done all these transformations? Well, it depends on what it's being used for. But I mean, I'm going to add on to what you just said. If you are painting it, I definitely would change out the hardware. Go ahead and just get a completely new look. And so definitely, you know, give our friends D. Lawless a call or, you know, find them on the internet. You don't need to call them because they've got some great stuff for you. Yeah, call it what yeah. you want. I, I, you know, because really, you know, the sky's the limit. Just call it your own. Well, I mean, it's yeah. just you're only limited by your own creativity. Uh, you know, go on Pinterest and you can search for china cabinets that have been updated, and you'll see so many amazing transformations. And I think that would also be a great place to find some great ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, like what what happened here? You know, you'll have one idea and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it'll slide into something else. And obviously, you know where you could use a piece like that. And, I, you know, Anita gives very great advice and very practical advice, too. If this doesn't sound good to you and you're you've got one of these and you just don't want it. Pass it on. You know, there's don't don't there's force no it and try to make it work in sending it on. Yeah. Out the door. So this was our listener question because this was in, this whole segment was inspired by Donna. So we're not going to have another question today, but we do have some crushes that we would like to share with you. Yes. And for me, this is the second go round. I'm watching the show Miranda on Hulu, but I think it's on, it may be on Amazon Prime. I can't remember the other place it's on, but it's available a couple of places. 
I've watched it all the way through before and I'm watching it again. It's a BBC comedy about this comedian, Miranda, who, uh, you know, has had some setbacks in life and things usually don't go very well for her pretty much every day. So it's very, very funny. If you like, if you like British comedy, you'll love it. So check that out. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, Um, yeah, you'll like it. Okay. Well, my crush is a, um, a travel book that I'm reading and I'm reading it because we're going to London and Paris this summer. I'm I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. So I picked up this book. I was not invited. I'm just going to say. No, no, I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's started because my daughter's going to be in London for a little bit. Oh, that's right. Right. And then we're going to go and join her and then we're going to go to Paris. Um, Why not? I haven't been I haven't been to Paris in a very long time. And so I'm super excited. So I picked this little book. It's called 500 Hidden Secrets of Paris. And um, so it has things obviously off the beaten track and that you might not know about in all the, the areas. And what I like about it is like, Five of the best vintage stores, you know, five of the best green grocers, the five best bakeries. So it's not really overwhelming and they break it down. So you could actually just, you know, sort of cherry pick what you're interested in. And then you get five selections of things that are not going to be on the normal tourist track. But what I found out about this book is it's actually a series of books and they have it for almost every city imaginable. Um, and I, I, they said to check them out on Instagram and I did. And that's when I realized, you know, they have Copenhagen and Amsterdam and all these cities. So if, if you're traveling or you're hoping to, it might be a great uh, resource. So I pass it on. It's really easy read. And I think it's also something small enough. You could actually just chuck it in your purse and take it with you as you're traveling about the cities. Oh my goodness. What a great idea. Oh, you were going to have so much fun. And we took Evie yeah. to Paris when she graduated from high school. It was so fun. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, I think it'll be great. And I I lived in London for- uh, Yes, that's right. Uh, you did. Yeah, for, for a year or so. And so I'm excited to go to London. I've been back there quite a number of times since then, but I haven't been to Paris in a very, very long time. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited, you guys. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I'll have to think about um, some of the fun things that we did or places oh, we good. went. Yeah. yeah. If anybody has any tips, yes. that would be Send great. Them. Send them. Yes. Oh my Send goodness. Send them well, for sure. It's always fun hanging out with you, Kelly. And you who are listening, we're so glad you spend your time with us. We appreciate it so much. We want to hear from you because we love including you in the podcast. We want to hear your tips. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear about uh, your episode idea suggestions or, and we and your questions, we'd be happy to answer those. So please send them in to decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, Any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.